Hello, we're the Unqualified Culinary Critics, a podcast centered around food and cultural experiences. We want to not only share our own perspectives, but hope that these stories connect in some way to each one of you as well. And on today's episode, we have a new host that I'd like to introduce to you. She will be joining the Unqualified Culinary Critics, and her name is Victoria. And today she is going to talk to us about her upbringing and her life. So, (laughs) take it away. All right. Hello, everybody. I'm Victoria, like Sierra told y'all. So I am a first-gen Mexican-American, so I grew up eating Mexican food. Um, My mom was a stay-at-home mom, so she'd cook all the time, you know? So I never really grew up, like, eating fast foods or anything like that. Like, the first time I ever had In-N-Out, I was probably 16. Like, (laughs) yeah, if anything, she'd... Yeah, my mom would always cook, so we'd always have that. And yeah, we just... My mom, like, I just... I don't know how to cook. (laughs) So um, I just would eat whatever my mom would make, you know, the traditional Mexican dishes like pozole, tamales, mole, pipian, like all that sort of stuff. Um, I'm not really a picky eater either, so I tend to eat whatever. I'm the type of person who like, I will literally try anything once. And then from there, if I like it, I'll keep eating it. And if not, I will never touch it again. (laughs) And like, for the most part, I, like I said, I'll, eat just about anything um the only thing is that as i've gotten older i have unfortunately become lactose intolerant so there's certain dairy foods that i can't eat anymore i was also a victim of covid so it really really the only reason i am mentioning this is because it has really messed up my sense of taste and smell even two years after i got it i can't eat red meat anymore like whether it's beef pork i never really ate pork to begin with anyway like my mom always cooked like very healthy food so she would rarely make dishes with pork it was mostly just chicken and beef but yeah but because of covid i can't eat like beef or pork anymore um it literally tastes like raw putrid rotten meat like it tastes so bad so um that's i guess that's one of like the foods that i don't like i can't eat hamburgers anymore just some foods that I avoid would be like anything with red meat. I can still eat chicken because it's pretty bland, you know, it's chicken. (laughs) But yeah, and like growing up, my mom, she took a lot of like health classes or like healthy food, how to cook healthy food and that sort of stuff. So even with some of our traditional Mexican dishes, she will still try and make them healthier. So she might not use like pork fat instead she'll use like some sort of substitute um like i said she never really cooked pork anyway and yeah we just my mom tries to be healthy so we have always like with everything we always eat vegetables even with rice um yeah (laughs) i guess that's basically like the basics of my food taste (laughs) so you said that you don't really cook don't really know how (laughs) Do you ever want to learn or is it just something that it's not really what you want to do? I want to. Will I? No. I am a really bad cook. Like, I literally am the type of person to burn water. Like, that's just how bad I am. Um, I have, I mean, I know how to do basic stuff, like how to fry an egg, how to, like, make rice. The thing is that because of COVID, it has messed up my taste buds so badly that like, even if I do try to cook, I'm like, does this even taste right? Because most things don't taste like they should anymore. Like they taste kind of off. And I've just like, I've gotten to the point where I'm just used to things not tasting right. (laughs) But it's like, so I'll still eat it even though I'm like, oh, this doesn't taste like it should. But if I try and make food for other people, 
they're gonna be like what you know like what what is this <laughs> like that's why like i'm also kind of scared to cook now because i don't know if it has enough salt i don't know if it has enough like um if it tastes right or not i have noticed though like the longer it's been like the more my taste buds kind of come back but they're like very very slowly coming back like they're like tomatoes for like the last two years have been tasting like dirt to me but recently they've been tasting a lot better like they've been tasting a little more normal so it's like my taste buds are coming back but it's very slow and very frustrating so it makes it hard to cook because it's like i don't know if what i'm cooking is good or not because it doesn't taste normal to me <laughs> are there any things that you cannot taste at all um or just what else tastes different well it's not that things don't have a taste is that they don't taste like they should like i'm trying to th- like i said tomatoes taste like dirt um for for a while eggs were tasting really bad too like i couldn't eat eggs but that's like another taste bud that like has come back where like eggs are fine now um yeah it's just so many like weird things too like bleach smells like fake like you know like those fake like um those artificial like cherry flavors type of stuff it smells like that (laughs) so it's just like really weird like taste buds and smell going on right here right now (laughs) And you mentioned you are lactose intolerant. Yes. Does that affect a lot of what you eat or do you put like substitutes in there? So with that, like I do not drink milk because that's like the thing that affects me the most. Um, It's weird. It's like levels to it because it's like I'm fine with like yogurt and cheese as long as it's not too much cheese. <laughs> and then ice cream and milk will take me out. So when it comes to that sort of stuff, I'll like, like milk, I don't drink it. I will use substitutes. Like I, for the most part, I use oat milk. But like I said um, in another episode, like I feel like oat milk always like overpowers everything. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to find like different alternatives Um, because like I really, I like, I love matcha lattes. Like anything matcha, that's like- Matcha's my- always good. Yeah. And like, I hate how like I'll go and get a substitute. Like I'll put in um like- oat milk instead and i can't even taste the matcha and you know matcha is a powerful taste so yeah i'll drink like oat milk almond milk i try not to drink almond milk that much just because like i know it's not very like environmentally friendly because almonds take up like a lot lot of water water. yeah Mm. yeah so i try not to drink that but like i feel like it's the most neutral tasting alternative that i've tried um soy milk I don't really drink soy milk, but yeah. It's good, but it's sweet. Yeah. So it, I would be like picky on what I mix it with. Yeah. I want to try different alternatives. I saw, I don't know if they have it here or not, but I saw that in Europe. They're doing like pistachio milk now. I think I've heard about that. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to try that. I love pistachios. <laughs> they can make milk out of anything at this yeah. point. Yeah. Coconut milk. Coconut milk something else that like I'll drink a lot of too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any favorite kind of milk alternative? Um, maybe brands i can't think we honestly like we just buy whatever basically everything at costco so it's all like the kirkland brands okay yeah so it's like those type of brands for like everything (laughs) would almond milk be your favorite um honestly i think coconut milk Mm -hmm. yeah because i actually i really like coconuts so (laughs) yeah i know you said you didn't like it but (laughs) i don't but it depends because to me, it's an extremely like strong taste. Mm-hmm. So if I eat it with ice, like with eat ice cream with coconut milk, I can't even taste the ice cream anymore. It's all coconut. Really? Mm. See, I don't, I can't taste it like that. And I don't know if it's like the COVID taste buds or like my regular, because even before I had COVID, like I was fine with it. I think it's just because I like coconut. 
Is there a particular dish that your mom cooked that's your favorite? Yes, I love. She makes um tortas de arroz, so they're like basically like these um rice patties mm-hmm. that she makes in like a stew, and they're so good. Like I love them because they're like chewy, but also like. They're just so good. And like for my birthday one year, I asked her to make them. And I remember in the family group chat, she like sent a picture. She's like, this is what the birthday girl wanted. And like my tias were roasting me for that because they're like, it's such a simple dish. But I'm like, it's so good. And I really love that. And then I love her like albondigas too. So a lot of places or a lot of people in Mexico will make albondigas um, using beef. And I did not know that was a thing until I was like a little, until I was like a teenager because my mom always made them with chicken. Like growing up, she always like i said like my mom tries to cook healthier so she'll make um she'll substitute chicken with a lot of like different beefs when it's supposed to be beef or pork or something like that and like the albondigas were one of those where i didn't know that there was like other options like people use beef for those i was in shock <laughs> which i really shouldn't have been because they're literally just meatballs so <laughs> but yeah and like i also grew up um going back and forth between living here and in Mexico. So like it's really different like going to other countries and tasting their foods because their ingredients like you can make the exact same dish but it'll like taste so much different like especially over there with dairy. So <laughs> my my Theo had a cows when we were when i was living in mexico and we would literally just go over to his house and like get like a cup with like the chocolate powder and he'd like give us milk straight from the udder (laughs) that's insane (laughs) yeah (laughs) also i think in america too we don't have a lot of the restrictions on things that go in our foods yeah that a lot of other countries do yeah yeah and you can like i went to um europe this summer and it was so crazy like seeing their ingredients list not be as long as ours (laughs) for like their like even for their junk food i was just like what (laughs) crazy yeah how do you feel about i don't know how many you've been to or like if you have any recommendations or ones that are your favorite but mexican restaurants here or anywhere else that you may have grown up in the u.s see it's really Like, when people ask me this, I never know how to answer because, like I said, my mom's, like, a stay-at-home mom. She would always cook for us. So, if I wanted Mexican food, I'd just go home. Just go to your mom. (laughs) Yeah. It's just there. So, um, it's kind of, like, I rarely go out to eat Mexican food. Like, if I'm going to go out to eat, I'm not going to eat something that I already have at home, you know? So, like, I haven't really been to too many places, but I went to, um, what is it, Pepe's Tacos? a few like days ago that place was pretty good um i think that one's on charleston and like fremont something like that yeah that place was good we get the quesavirias at food trucks all the time though like i feel like the best places here are the food the trucks. food trucks yes, for mexican <laughs> food it's the food trucks <laughs> yeah well because it's not like all that watered down like random stuff that they yeah. market as being like genuine mexican food yeah. but it's like <laughs> you get like the actual like people who grew up with it like making yeah. it yeah that exactly that's the real stuff mm-hmm. how many you said that you didn't go to in and out until you were like 16 yeah have you ever tried any other fast food chains yeah so um i mean my mom would take us to like mcdonald's every once in a while and it was only because we wanted to go play in the like playpen not because we actually wanted the food so like yeah i've had mcdonald's i've had like burger king um i've never had like carl's jr or jack in the box or like i don't know like those random like chain restaurants like arby's and like applebee's like that sort of stuff like i've been to like olive garden like once yeah (laughs) 
so it's like I don't really I don't really eat out often like it wasn't until I got to college where I was like actually eating at other places like I've had Taco Bell once and it was in the student union at UNLV so like yeah like I'm very privileged and very blessed that like my mom cooks at home or like we always have leftovers too so it's like even if she doesn't cook like we'll just eat that um and then like because we're mexican we have very big portions so we always have a lot of food so it's like i don't go out like i said i don't go out unless i'm gonna eat something that i, I can't get at home yeah <laughs> i'm like i'm pretty lucky with that and i honestly i will say leftovers taste so good yes like i can't help it people who don't eat leftovers are weird mm-hmm. but i love <laughs> leftovers yeah like they sometimes they taste even better when it's leftover like leftover menudo like i i know there's a lot of mixed reactions about menudo but like i love menudo and then when it's leftover it's even better so <laughs> well and home-cooked meals too mm-hmm. i don't know why mm-hmm. but they just taste a lot better yeah especially do. yeah Because, I mean, restaurants pump out 10 bowls of that stuff a day, so it's probably not as carefully, meticulously done. Yeah. I'm kind of curious to know, have you been to a restaurant here in the Valley or anywhere else? And is it kind of come to the same standards as the way your mom would cook it? And it's up to you if you don't want to really answer it. I hope I I asked it properly. Um, No, that's a very good question. So, no, like, I've never, like, it's not that they're bad, but it's like, you can't compare your mom's cooking. If your mom's a good cook, you can't compare your mom's cooking to anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom's a very good cook, so I was lucky with that too. But it's also because I think so many places here are, aren't are from like where my family's from. So my family's from Jalisco. Um, and a lot of, I feel like a, there's a lot of Mexican places here who are from like the city, like Mexico City and like uh, just like Durango or like random places. Um, So like, even though we have the same dishes, like they're going to be so different, so distinct because it's like a regional thing. Like, even within my family, like, my mom, my parents are literally from, like, the towns there. They're from different towns, but they're, like, two towns away. Like, they're still in the same region, still the same state, still everything. But the way that, like, my mom cooks is so different from the way that my tias cook in, um, from, like, my paternal tias. Because, like, they just use different ingredients. Even if it's the exact same food, they use different ingredients, different techniques. Like, it's so interesting. (laughs) But yeah, and then it also, like, the fact that my mom, like I said, tries to make food healthier and she uses, like, weird substitutes sometimes, that comes into play as well. So I feel like the dishes always taste different just because of that. Like, that alone makes it so much different than, like, the regular traditional dishes. (laughs) It's good to know. And then I know we're talking healthy, but got a sweet tooth? Yes, a big sweet tooth. It's so bad. (laughs) So, like, um, my dad also has a very big sweet tooth. So growing up, like, my parents would like often go to like panaderias um, which is where they send sell like mexican breads or like latin type of breads like latin inspired type breads so yeah so we would eat like the conchas the puerquitos like all that like they have like um these breads it's basically cake <laughs> like now that i think about it i'm like it's just like cake like it's like a white sponge cake with like pink frosting and sprinkles and i would devour those as a as a kid <laughs> i'm like that's all i want i don't even care about any about the conchas about anything else just give me that <laughs> little piece of cake pink that cake. sounds so good yeah any homemade desserts did your mom ever do desserts or mainly just like cooking um so my mom 
isn't a big baker, but like, okay, I don't know what it is about, like, I don't know if any other culture also has this fascination, but like my mom and like my tia, so I'm just gonna say Mexicans in general, are obsessed with gelatin like with jello and like that sort of stuff so my mom would make like um like gelatinas like gelatin all the time and like my mom even took classes on how to do like i don't know if you guys have ever seen like those gelatins that are like they're clear and then they have like flowers in the middle my mom took classes on how to make those so we would eat those all the time too <laughs> that's yeah. crazy were they yeah. flavored or was yeah, yeah, it yeah. okay so they so um my what they would do is like they had like the clear and that like that one didn't have much flavor um but you have to use like um the gelatin that you use inside to make the flour like because it, it looks like a 3d flour that's flavored and then once you're done with that you have to seal it with another gelatin otherwise it seeps out so like that gelatin would also be flavored like she do like um you know like blueberry um peach all those weird flavors <laughs> gelatin flavors yeah <laughs> i've never tried that do you just eat it by itself or do you pair it with something um, usually it's, uh, we just pair it with, like, cake. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, like, it's, like, cake, ice cream, and gelatin. <laughs> but usually it's just, like, cake and gelatin for our, like, pastries or desserts. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just kind of wondering, are you very adventurous besides eating, um, the Mexican food that you grew up eating? Like, do you venture out with trying other cuisines like Chinese food, Italian, etc.? Yes. So, um... I love like pho and like ramen so mm-hmm. much. <laughs> like I'm literally like after this, I'm going to go eat pho. Like I'm not even joking. <laughs> um, but yeah. So like I love like trying new things. Like I said, I'll try anything once. Like I don't care what it is. I'll try it unless it's pork because I don't like pork to begin with. But <laughs> but uh, yeah. So um, I've tried like different cuisines, like Japanese cuisines, Korean, like all that sort of stuff. Um, like even within the like Latin community, like I'll try like like I love pupusas. The, they're Salvadoran. Like those are so good. Like we have a dish that's kind of similar. They're called like gorditas. And my mom gets so mad <laughs> because I always say that pupusas are way better because they are. And I think we just have to accept that. But yeah, <laughs> um, like like I said, I'll try anything I don't. I love seafood too, so like that stuff doesn't freak me out either. I'll try it too. I love sushi. <laughs> yeah. Is there something like a certain dish that you're craving besides pho that you have not tried? I know you. You just said you tried pho. Yeah. Let me think. It might take me a second to think of something. You're good. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like. Okay, I'm scared to try this, but I know that, like, there's, like, these Japanese dishes where, like, you eat, like, a live squid or what is it? like? I've seen videos. Yeah. Like, is it, I think it's an octopus or something, and you have to be careful because, it, like, it'll stick to your throat. Like, I would try that because I love octopus, but I'm like, that's, that's scary. I'm not, I'm not going to do it, but I'm interested, you know? What have <laughs> you eaten that has had octopus, if um, I can ask? Yeah, so, um, I mean, we, like, like... We have the cocteles de camarón, which is just, like, shrimp, um, avocado, like, that tomato juice. I don't... I forgot what it's called. <laughs> um, like, clamato. Yeah, that's what it's called. And, like, it just has a bunch of different, like, seafood type stuff and has octopus in that. So, I eat that a lot. Well, I used to. I actually became allergic to shrimp. Now that I'm older, it's really weird. Like, my allergies are weird. Like a delayed allergy. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't eat shrimp anymore. And that's literally the only shellfish I'm allergic to now. But yeah. And then my mom makes like this 
she called it's called like um caldo de siete mares which is like the seven seas stew and that has octopus in it it has like octopus gallop fish like a catfish um just a bunch of stuff like that yeah i yeah i don't shy away from seafood i know some people don't like it but i am probably gonna die from like mercury poison because i eat so much fish (laughs) well i feel like now too fish have become such a huge discussion Mm -hmm. on like the whole fishing thing Mm -hmm. so hopefully that gets better yes but we'll see because our regulations like we talked about earlier are not doing so hot yeah no yeah (laughs) I wonder if there is a place where you can try that, like, live octopus thing, though. Yeah, I. it seems like I would never do it because I'm scared to choke, <laughs> but it's so intriguing to me. It know? does seem a little nerve-wracking. Yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to be adventurous. I don't know if it's that adventurous <laughs> to that point, but yeah. <laughs> for, I think, especially for maybe, like, just people who aren't immersed in that culture Mm -hmm. it's such a crazy thing but people who are they're like so what this is an everyday thing it's nothing Mm -hmm. yeah and i don't know why but that was like the first thing that popped into my mind right now of like trying crazy dishes i just couldn't i can't think of anything else i'm like i'm just so fascinated by that (laughs) you ever tried escargot crepes no i haven't that sounds good I would. I recommend crepes? crepes. Those are good. Yeah, I love crepes, so I'll eat anything with crepes. escargot in no. a crepe. Oh no, no, they're, they're okay. two separate things. Okay, I, I just, that's, I just wanted to make sure. I was like, crepes are good, but I don't know about escargot. Well, they're savory I the same crepes. Way, but yeah, 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 okay, yeah. that's what that I was sense. thinking of. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. but like, have you tried escargot? No, I haven't. You know what that is? Yes. Okay, we're not gonna say it here. <laughs> you look it up, people. <laughs> Caviar? No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, I guess there's some, like, simple things that I still need to try out. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, I've seen people put caviar on, like, pieces of bread. Like, oh, it's yeah. just, like, a little oh, yeah. dressing. Which is crazy to me. Fish yeah. eggs, you know. Yeah. You gotta try to... I, I see guess- that on TV, and I'm just like, what? How much does that cost, though? <laughs> yeah, and they're expensive. I know it's not cheap. Yeah. Oh, no. Especially where the fish, like, what fish they're using. Mm-hmm. What kind like, of fish is it? Sometimes it's a beluga. Okay. Oh, what? Which, um, not all, so look mm-hmm. this up to yeah. uh, everybody, but um, some some brands, they'll use, like, beluga eggs or something, which I personally, I'm just not going to go for. That's but, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but not just beluga eggs, maybe some other fish uh, eggs, too. So, mm-hmm. like I said, please do your research before you judge. <laughs> And um, I've tried caviar, not a fan, but I'd say go for it, though. Yeah, I definitely want to try it. Um, yeah. Well, and people are so creative with food nowadays. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was so interesting because I went to um, Barcelona and um, London this summer. And, like, obviously, they're, like, Barcelona's, like, right there, right on the coast. And um, London, like, it's in England and, uh, like, an is- a giant island. So, like, it was really interesting going there and eating their, like, food because a lot of it is seafood because that's what they have right there. Mm-hmm. But, like, the fish tastes so much different than it does here just because I felt like it just tasted fresher somehow. Yeah. And it's because, like, here, I mean, we don't have an ocean near us, so it's, like, it's got to be transported. It's, like, that really does make a difference. But from where, too. Yes. And how long it's been Mm -hmm. in transit. Yeah. So it was, like, interesting eating that and, like, just, it tasted fishier, but not in a bad way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Have you been to Hawaii? No, I haven't. (laughs) Fish there is fresh. I mean, Mm because it's you know, Hawaii is surrounded by the ocean, the Pacific Ocean. So it's fresh too. I gave that a try as well. Mm-hmm. 
Because, yeah. yeah, different kind of fish that you don't really see or have had here. Like, you can eat salmon, but you can't really eat, like, opa or... I mean, you can get ono at Costco, but uh, I don't know about opa, like the moonfish. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it's also been, like, especially... Not to judge, I love Costco, but it's also a huge corporation. Oh, yeah. So it's like, who knows how they actually get that fish. But yeah. like in Hawaii, it's probably like straight right, up the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And then they start making it right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I recommend the, the fresher stuff because like I've tried some, some fish from Costco, but nothing against Costco. But the fish itself, it's just fishy. And that's just my taste buds, though. Mm-hmm. Well, and you also could be tasting things way differently because you had COVID too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, surprisingly, fish is one of the like ones that came back not normal but like it's I, it's tolerable mm-hmm. <laughs> um it's kind of tasting a little more like fish now so i'm like you know it's a slow it's a slow process but i'm praying that i get my taste buds completely back someday <laughs> is there anything that you have stopped eating because they taste so different now yeah, meat, because I, I, I can't, like, red meat, I cannot do it. Like, I, you know, I've talked about it a lot, but it's just that serious. Um, It's really, really bad. Uh, like I said, for a while, I wasn't eating eggs either. Tomatoes, that's hard to avoid. They're literally in everything. So I'm like, okay, like eating spaghetti, like, it tastes like dirt, but it's okay, I guess. <laughs> just put a bunch of seasoning on it mm-hmm. and hope for the best. Yeah. And then it's really weird because one of the ways that, like, COVID has shifted my taste buds is that, like, I didn't really eat spice spicy foods before but like now because of it i'm like i have to like down my food and like valentina or like in chili flakes or something because i feel like it's the only way i can have like a normal reaction to food (laughs) like how i used to so yeah so like now i'll eat spicy foods and i used to not really like spicy food before i love spicy that's crazy (laughs) yeah just to taste it insane yeah it's i've lived a difficult life these last two years (laughs) that's crazy to me because I, well, I tested negative on paper, but I'm convinced that I did have a false negative. Mm -hmm. Um, But it didn't affect my taste buds or sense of smell. But it's like fascinating because I have another friend who's like, everything tasted like I was chewing on pennies for a while. Yeah, I had some um, some foods that also tasted like metallic metal. Yeah, it was really like carrots. Carrots was one of them. Like it tasted like metal. They don't taste like metal anymore, thank God, but because <laughs> I love carrots. It's but. just so crazy, like mm-hmm. how your taste buds can change and then maybe you don't taste something right or maybe even at all. Yeah. And then it's weird because it's like, you know, the older you get, your taste buds change like mm-hmm. as you grow. So it's like some of the foods I'm just like, did they really taste this bad or is it like my me getting older? <laughs> um, or like some of the foods, some foods I'm just like, I don't remember liking this, but it's good now. But I'm like, I don't know if it's the COVID or not. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly how I was with changing taste buds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm glad that you're, well, we're glad that you're doing better. And we do hope that Thank you. your taste buds will eventually Return. come back. Yes. Thank yeah. you. I hope so, too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we just want to welcome you as another host for the Unqualified Culinary Critics. And we're really just happy that you were able to share your upbringing with us because it's pretty interesting, too. We, we like to hear everybody's upbringing. And it's just I like to hear the culture, people's choices and what they want to eat and stuff. So I, maybe I'm not just speaking for myself, but I think I'm speaking for everybody in the podcast uh, group as well. But yeah. Yeah, thank you guys so much for inviting me to be on the podcast. I'm super excited and I hope the listeners will like me.
this uh, will be the end of the podcast for this episode. So take care. Enjoy yourselves. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon.